Hey, Phil, who is the weirdest person that you and I worked with together? Um, Got to know if it's the same guy. I'm going to say Jesus Lenz. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid eyes? Yeah. <laughs> so why why Lentz? Is the his personality was literally the oddest I've ever come across. Like someone who really wanted his brother's life. Everything about it, his wife, kids, job title, everything about <laughs> I thought that was the the strangest thing ever. Yeah, 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 Phil. I uh, how about this one? I thought about you yesterday. Oh yeah, just hey, yeah. I was thinking. I thought about you yesterday. Really weird, especially to yeah. open up with. Not like a yeah. Like, hey, Phil, what's up, man? No, just hey, Phil. I thought about you yesterday. Yeah, six I'm... o'clock in the morning on a fucking aircraft carrier that we're about to go balls deep into the reactor compartment on. Yeah, and he just, just... starts the day with. I was buying some Gatorade yesterday, and you like Gatorade, so I, I thought about you. Thanks, Lentz. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. And they just, were on sale uh, for 89 cents. I didn't get you one, but I thought about you. Yeah, talk about someone who just did not belong in that industry at all. Or and anywhere. There's somewhere for him. I don't know where it is, but <laughs> the, wherever we were, you know our job was not where he needed to be for sure. I mean, he wanted to be a Navy SEAL Marine and live in Texas. And, you know, his eyes were too close together to be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. And then when it got cold out and he wore that stupid ski mask into work, <laughs> the and then he'd just be like staring at me and you. And I'm like, what, why is he just staring at me? With those stupid eyes. Like, yeah, just, I mean, it's a full, full ski mask. Everything was covered, but his eyes and he'd be like, I'm like, what are you doing? Didn't, didn't we, when he finally quit, uh, didn't we draw eyes where he used to sit on the bulk wall? Yeah, we (laughs) did. With a paint pen. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that guy. And we, and we just called it stupid eyes. Was that, was that what you were thinking of? Nope. Come on. Stupid eyes, stupid eyes. Uh, oh, by the way, Jesus Lentz isn't actually his name. It's Ryan. But, I mean, literally multiple times a day, we, we were just saying, Jesus Lentz. So Jesus just Lentz? Jesus Lentz. Yeah. Anytime he opened his mouth, it was like, Jesus, just, just close that thing back. Don't, don't Espe- open it again. Especially uh, to just to be that smart, but that dumb. It's just like, I don't know. He was too smart for his own good, I think. But mine, mine is D F N A. And for those, and many of you don't know, this man's name he he decided to go by his initials D A, and his last name was Peyton. Um, yeah. he he looked like a hippie pirate. Um, he was balding and had long, <laughs> thin white hair and this weird mustache he taught us how to build these containments that we were working in um 
And he was just the weirdest guy on earth. In fact, one time in training, he was a trainer. He uh, <laughs> he told us that he found a time machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And this is about the time machine. Like, Tell him about the time machine, boy. Uh, this is this is not a guy that like tells you this story because he's like, oh, I can't wait to go into work and fuck with these people today, like. He would tell these stories, and you'd be like, "Are you fucking with me?" And he'd be like, "Why? How could I make that up?" Like, I don't know. I don't do drugs, <laughs> so yeah. he he said he was out in the middle of nowhere one time, and uh, this direct quote, I'll never forget it. Um, he was seeing this light come down from the sky, go down into the woods, and then go back up. And then it would come back down from the sky and go back up. And he said, the only thing I could figure is it was people from the future coming back to see what grass looks like. <laughs> what what movie was he talking about? Where he was like, that's real, man. That would happen. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah. He said, that's... John Wick is the most real movie he's ever seen because when he... When the bad guys shoot at him, he actually gets hurt. Oh, I get that's it. his logic. So Fast and right. the Furious, that whole series is is real because Vin Diesel gets hurt sometimes. So Vin Diesel space, got hurt. Vin Diesel got hurt go. in the first movie, and then that was from a a car. He's jumping cars out of airplanes, going into outer space and stuff. Not a scratch. He's good. It's an alien. They they're all aliens now. They're they're mutants. so. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of interesting people that we worked with. We can we can get into that uh, shortly. What do, what do you say? We just start this thing, Phil. Let's start the show. Let's go. everybody welcome to the break room if you're joining us we really appreciate it we are looking forward to telling you some very interesting stories about what's going on in our daily lives and a lot of the shit that we've been through in the past together so uh we won't we won't bore you with a huge long biography about ourselves but it is important that you kind of know a little bit of our story to make this a little bit funnier uh, Phil and I are two really, really good friends, uh, the best of friends, and I am currently living where he grew up, and he's not he he's he's not here with me. But we cross paths where uh, he's living, which is where I grew up, and we worked together for about ten years before I said, "Fuck this noise, I'm going to Florida." Yeah, but you didn't just go to Florida; you went to my hometown in Florida, so it makes it that much worse for me. Because I'm like, you, you're sending me pictures running into my parents at Walmart and Target and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I'm at first, I'm so confused. I'm like, why are you sending me pictures? I'm like, oh, right. Okay. Like, who the, like, who's this lady? Oh, it's my mom. Hi, mom. 
No. Yep. Yep. And we look over, self checkout, and she's like, "Oh my god, it is y'all." And it's like, "Yeah, it's us. It's, yeah, it's, it's only them. me. It's only me." Yeah, it's only me. Jeez. And then on yeah, top but... of that, I'm living on the street that you grew up on. Very true. Which is uh, where the the house that I was brought to after I was born, and weirdly enough, uh, met my now wife. Had no idea that we would ever get married. We were six years apart. We still are, but back then too. And uh, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So it, it's kind of weird how how Phil and I have crossed paths and moved so far away from each other. But you know, we're intertwined forever now. In fact, we were watching Grumpy Old Men tonight, and Ashley looked at me and was like, "That's you and Phil." Like now, but also yeah. when you're old, I was like, yep. "Yeah, you, you come out of the front door, you see him, like, hey, dickhead." You know, <laughs> that's just kind of how you would greet uh, Mr. Daniel White, and uh, and it's just it's just saying, "Hey, it's not you're not really calling him a dickhead. You're just saying, hey, what's up, man? Easy." No, exactly. But you, but you thought that. I was a dickhead when you first met me. I sure shit did. Why don't you Why don't you talk a little bit about that? You You got to tell that story, right. not me. All right, so White was on a team that was fairly new to the company, didn't have a makeup foreman. At the time, I was with the company for six years, and I was makeup qualified. And so I, me and three other guys from the team I was on switched over to the team that White was on. We call and, each other by our last names, by the way, at the shipyard. Just that's why I'm White. I'm White. He's white. But I'm also white, Dan White. Yeah, go ahead. Right. And um, I remember coming to the team that day, and I'm looking at the guys that w- that, I, uh, that I knew, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to – me and him are not going to get along. I said, me and this dude white are just going to butt heads. I can already feel it. It's going to be a problem. And uh, – But why? And it was just, and it was just because <laughs> – it was just because you were a loud ass – like you were just, <laughs> you just like everything. Everything you did was loud, and I'm like, me and this kid are not gonna get along. We're, we're <laughs> like, like not. It's gonna not end well. And within like three hours, I was like, all right, this this guy's pretty cool. And it all happened over a movie quote. And that's the thing. Like, some I met some of my best friends over movie quotes. Like. With Kinder, me and me and Kinder became best friends over Corky Romano. Ah, fantastic! Under the radar film. It was just like the whole <laughs> like question. You do? You don't? You do? You don't? You do? That's fine. I'm here. And like I was sitting there talking to, I was on the bleachers at football practice, and we're me and my friend were talking to one another, and I was like, "Yeah, we was watching the movie Corky Romano," and he was like question and kinder turned around so fast and was like (laughs) and i lost it and ever since then me and him were best friends and that's kind of the way that it worked with you and i was like man i really went from hating this guy in the first like 10 minutes to yeah he's pretty cool and then i just took off from there i'm like yeah all right we're friends yeah and uh that's how i fucking hate everybody so when i met you i was just like i don't know I, I don't know him but i don't like him <laughs> right exactly 
I thought the same thing about the other two guys that came onto the crew. Then, I, of course, I ended up liking all of you. Um, but yeah, I think I think one time you got really mad at me that first day because we needed a forklift operator, and uh, this old asshole who thought he knew everybody <laughs> or knew everything rather he did know everybody, um, but yeah. sadly he didn't know much of anything. Yeah, he comes rolling in on the forklift. And I went, ah, oh, shit. And Phil goes, uh, what? And I was like, it's fucking JT on the forklift. This guy is just, he's the worst. He's hes just the fucking worst. And you were like, oh, is that how you talk about your elders? Okay, guy. Yeah. And I was like, just give it some time. He's going to run over some shit and he might kill a person today. So just yeah. bear with me. Stay with me now, Phil. And so, <laughs> sure enough, he got yeah, into a forklift accident. He fucking ran into the door on the way out and then backed up and looked around and said, nobody saw anything. And then he just drove off. Like, yep. And then you were like, my yeah. bad. And I get it. Yep. And that's exactly, uh, yeah, that's what took off from there. So, thought he was an asshole. Still do. But he's a cool asshole. So, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're we're just a couple of dicks who, you know, we uh, we talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. People usually laugh when we talk shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we both have some very interesting things to to dive into, and we could start with a lot of the people we work with. I mean, I I wrestled. I mean, good God, if half of you knew just the characters that we had oh to work God. with. The shipyard is an interesting place. It is a very interesting place. Yeah. I mean, just on our cruise alone, like you, you got you had stupid eyes, sure. And then we had to go to training with, you know, fucking LSD Peyton. But yeah. I mean, who else? I mean, there was Schnalix. <laughs> Schnalix and and Neeks and Deekel. Mm. I think the only normal person that was on our team and then left was Walmart. And I was like, as soon as he left, like the train just took off the fucking rails, dude. Like he was the only one that held shit together. And then it was just like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) And and like, nobody could figure out like, why is everybody so like stupid on our team? (laughs) So Walmart is like the stoner that isn't a stoner. You know, you ever meet one of those guys? It's like, it's like, yo, like, that's awesome. Ha, ha. But like, he actually is a hell of a mechanic. He's super intelligent. Like yeah. that dude is, he's, he's in a position at the shipyard now that they, in a, in a position they call general foreman. And that is where you're in charge of the foreman who are in charge of what Phil and I were when we met like all the mechanics and all that. So like, he he's worked his way up there for such a young age, but like just meeting this guy, you would probably never, <laughs> never beg him for that until you talk to him for a little bit. Right. I was like, wow, this dude's just like really chill, really laid back. And then like when we got to work, I was like, yeah, dude, you do not belong in refueling. You belong in the apprentice school and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, actually I applied for the apprentice school. And I was like, oh, okay, well you'll do great. You'll do fine. You'll probably be a foreman. Yeah, I can see that. 
just yep. wasn't about that life, dude. I was not <sighs> about that life. Like coming through dude. the apprentice school, it's like you're almost guaranteed or like you're supposed to be a foreman. And I was like, I don't want to be that. Like I see you how you're literally the only guys. guy. <laughs> like I just was like, like why why do I want to be like so unhappy and like do all that crap? Like I'm working with people that know way more than I do, and you want me to boss them around? I'm like, well, that's stupid. Like, no, yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm good. Happens. It does happen, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Walmart oh was great, and what? then uh, Tony. Remember we worked with, <laughs> with Tony. That I should have said Tony before. Dude, I thought you were going to do it. That's who I thought you were going to say. There was a time in an hour. How how long was it when I was clocking them? <laughs> uh, it, you, you did know, it. It could have been like no, until you did after it. Lunch. You did it in an entire shift. An entire shift. I thought, okay, so I thought it was just like maybe from after lunchtime. But okay, maybe it was. Maybe that's how it started. It was I, like I remember the hundred. Yeah, it was 120 shits, he said. When he talked, every time he said a, any kind of sentence, it was a shit involved. He's like, shit, man. I don't know, man. I was over here shitting around, just shitting, bullshitting. And I'm like, okay, click. There's four right there. And he like, would click his pen. Whole... And Tony had no idea that Phil was tallying. So every time you heard a... <laughs> Everybody would laugh. He's like, what the shit y'all laughing at, shitheads? And I would have to click it again, buddy, because it, man, it, I, it was, um, it was impressive. At the end of the day, it was impressive how many times he said shit. Dude, it is, and and you think back, and this guy was first of all, he looked like a fucking California raisin. I don't know if any of y'all know what those are, but uh, they're from back in the day. <laughs> they were these like raisins you know that played instruments and wore sunglasses and just had these gigantic lips it was probably a little bit racist but that's i mean i, I you could have looked at tony and been like yeah they totally made that after meeting you yeah didn't he wear those like really really tiny sunglasses that like barely mm -hmm. covered his eyes yep yep yeah. he sure did. it was like more like morpheus from from the matrix yeah he was like fat disgusting morpheus yeah and it just yeah, all oh. right, Tony. Jesus this man Christ. this man lived in an extended stay hotel. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> Mind you, we're we're mechanics, but you know, we're defense contractors. We made pretty decent money. And this guy had been there for like 20 years, so he was making more than all of us. Uh -huh. And he was brought onto the team for his expertise. I don't know what they thought he fucking knew about I, anything. I have no idea. But that guy, every time we had to do a job, he's like, I don't know any of this shit. Shit, man. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> he said, oh, shit. What step are we on in this procedure? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. QID. Uh, the, the, uh, quality. The, do, how do I do this shit? Oh, shit. Like, like, hey, man, <laughs> you're supposed to be teaching us this shit. Yeah, he just kind of, like, disappeared. I don't know what ever happened to him, but uh, yeah, so we, yeah. we've, definitely, we've definitely worked with some serious characters, though, buddy. Like, that's uh, oh, I'm not done a, with Tony. There's a long list. I'm not done with Tony. This man 
Phil, if you remember correctly, yes. would spend when, so the nature of our job is we were in a phase where we had a lot of downtime because we had engineers rewriting procedures because our job was to basically R and D what was going to happen on the boat. So we were working on aircraft carriers. And so we would go into this, this room, this warehouse where we had a mock-up of what we were going to be working on. And so we would work on things, find out what didn't work, give the engineers feedback. And they'd be like, all right, well, y'all go fucking disappear for like seven days, but you can't go home. (laughs) Basically. In case we get it done six days early, y'all are going to work 12 hours every day. Yeah. And so we, we write this. So y'all go sit in your break room with infinite time on your hands. Yeah, we'll right. call you when we're, when you're ready. Thanks. So this guy, this guy, one day I noticed it was like 9 o'clock in the morning. And he goes, oh, hmm. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> and I just look over at you and I'm like, like what the hell? Like, so I just say, hey, Tony, what's going on? <laughs> And he turns around and he's re- <laughs> he's reading a restaurant menu that was handed to him outside of the gate like it was a fucking newspaper. <laughs> he's, I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to get my shit for dinner. <laughs> and I said, at nine in the morning, like he's like, yeah, man, he's like, there's so much shit out there you can eat, man, like. I yeah, figure that shit, that shit sounds shit straight good. for when I get off work. Yeah. What was the name of the place? Was it uh was it just King's? Was it just King's, normal rec- King's, King's Pizza? Uh Sunrise. Sunrise, that's what it was. Sunrise. All right, yeah. So we I'm sure you guys have this where you're from. Um most of the people listening are gonna know what we talked about it, what we're talking about anyway. But like, we had these all these little shitty restaurants that would just open up, and they would claim to have like the best pizza. But it was like the same family that just opened different locations with different names, and it was all the same literal shit. Like Tony's right about that. Mm-hmm. And so he was like looking at, it, he's like, "Man, the belly buster fries." <laughs> Listen, he goes, listen to this shit, White. They French fries with mozzarella, cheddar, bacon, chili, pepperoni, and pizza sauce. And I said, Tony, if you eat that tonight for dinner, you probably will never come back to work. You will die. That will be your last meal. Yeah. He was like, nah, I think I'm going to get me two of them motherfuckers. Two of them motherfuckers. I was like, shit, shit yeah, you? man. Shit, shit yeah, white. exactly what he said. He's like, shit, shit yeah, white. white. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was, God, I forgot all about that, man. Bro, I can't believe it. He he went home, and he told us. He was like, man. I said, I had to ask. I told Phil. I was like, when Tony gets here, I'm asking him. <laughs> yeah, I got to ask that. And so it became routine. Every, every day, Tony would read a different menu. Like, it was like porn or like a you know a penthouse magazine he was getting real excited about his dinners uncomfortably excited yeah and um yeah so we would always ask him so tony what's for dinner what are you doing tony mm. do you remember like, i don't know you? man 
I don't know, White. I think I'm gonna go. Hold to on, pick let, me, a, let me get one of them fucking shit menus. Yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go to pick a pick a Dillies tonight. We're gonna pick a fucking Dillies tonight. <laughs> I wouldn't. You know what I mean? I would, you go, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Go to pick a fucking Dillies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you remember man. what question he asked you? You specifically about what meal you had ever tried? No. Give me a hint. He put it on a plate. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I was like, Jesus, Tony. This is like, it was very uncomfortable because, like I said, Tony was like a, he wasn't a, he was just a sloppy individual. That's all I can say. He was just like kind of a slop tart. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> he, he was, he was just overweight, out of shape, just like, and then when he asked me that question, I was like, just, yeah, not okay. Um, I'll I'll say a lot of words. P P word, the, the P U S S Y word. It just seems grimy. Pussy sounds like a grimy word, but I'm gonna go ahead and just say it anyway. He asked Phil if uh, he said, "Hey Phil, you ever had pussy on a plate?" And literally everybody in the break room, even the quietest guy in the world, went, "Yo, what?" It's like, what the fuck did you just say? He was like, "I yeah. have." I called a prostitute. I came over. I put I put a plate underneath her, and I got out all my fruits and veggies. And it, nom, nom, nom. it was the was, most uncomfortable conversation I've had with another person in the shipyard. I'm like, ever. no, no, just anywhere ever. Like I I cannot think of a single time that I have ever talked to somebody where I wanted to like. I kill myself more than that moment. Like I'm like, dude, just was, I will do whatever you have to do, whatever I have to do for you to stop talking. Yeah, I was like, please stop. I'm like, come on, man, that's just like that's disgusting. And uh, yeah, so that that honestly, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my answer. I'm gonna change my answer from Hey Zeus Lens to break, uh, dinner with Tony. That's what I'm gonna go with. Dinner. Oh, with yeah, Tony. we wrote that song. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we had a lot of downtime. And mm-hmm. we can only read a procedure so many times in a day. So, yeah, we, we created the, the, bre- the dinner with Tony. It was kind of like breakfast at Tiffany's. Just, hey, like, dinner with Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Like, and then we what like pick up. Yeah. That was a good, <laughs> that, that was, that would have been a hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know where those lyrics are. I know I have them still. Yeah, those, you don't get rid of those. That's 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 a that was but a yeah, classic. I mean, I mean, yeah, so I could I I could go on forever mm-hmm. about people we work with. Do you have like any interesting people in the office now? So, I mean, now that we're both in offices and in separate companies, I want to know like are there like the same stereotypes in every office? Um, yeah, there was this one guy that. Uh, he was the facilities guy. He did one thing that he was a really nice guy, but he did mm-hmm. one thing that reminded me of Bill Lumberg. And every time it was just like, God, man, here comes Bill. You know, he'd have his cup of coffee and he sat in the cube right across from me and he would come in all creepy, like wouldn't make himself known. He'd just be like, 
Hey, what's going on? Like a real whisper. Like like a like a and it was so creepy. And I'm like, hey, fuck. Like just <laughs> it just it just would creep the hell out of you. And you're like, hey, what what's going on, man? And then after he did the first entrance, he was like a normal person. But like he have his cup of coffee, he would just walk in whenever he wants and he just you know say something real creepy like there was this there's this uh food truck that we have that comes in it's old city barbecue and he's like that was his thing he'd be like old city today and i'm like <sighs> like why are you so weird with that shit and and then after he got that out of him he was just a normal person after that and i'm like why do you have to make the entrance creepy why can't you just talk normal <laughs> like hey phil there's fucking freak hey, it's Wednesday. Old City Barbecue's out there today. But you said you have to go, Old City. And I'm like, is this guy old? Oh, he's, I would say he's probably in his 40s. So depending on who you are, we consider him old. I don't know. But uh, eh. to me, he wasn't. Still young Still young enough to where like you, you can't get away with that. Yeah. Without but all being I could get, considered a sociopath. Yeah. But all I could get in my head was like, man, this is fucking Bill Lumberg guy. Just like pops out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? You can ask me for my TPS reports and be like, I need you, I'm going to need you to go move down to storage B and, you know, work on Saturday and Sunday and the meeting with the Bobs and shit. Like, that's what I thought he was going to do, man. He was just like, and he knew everything. He was very connected oh. in the ship. He knew everything, every Why reason. Exactly. So it's just like, okay, well. Thanks. I didn't need that. I needed a whole fucking history lesson. I just want to know why I was so damn cold in this building. But you know, whatever. That's fine. Dude, we got a guy in our office. And, like we know his position, but we—it's we, like one of those guys where you don't know what he actually does around there. Like whenever he walks around and talks to people and talks to you, you walk away and you go to your closest coworker and you're like, "Hey, what, what the what the fuck does he like? Do we have we ever figured out what he does around here? He." Like, he <laughs> He 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 shows up out of nowhere, like you just said. Like you could just be like typing, and then like you get a, hey, and you're like Jesus. <laughs> like, what do you want, Rick? Yeah, and he's like, hey, hey man, hey man, I got a question for you, and like he'll ask you something completely off the wall that isn't even your job, and he knows it's not your job. You're like, yeah. where can I get a box cutter? And I'm like, I don't know. Are you planning on using it on yourself? Because what the, what the fuck you want if a box you cutter? Are, for I'll find one for you. This sounds like the uh, the other guys. Like bad time, Bob. Really, he is. But he also he's one of those guys that like, if you have a bowl of candy on your desk, oh, he's the guy that will go around the entire building. And get candy from everybody's desk, even if it's the same candy, like peppermints. <laughs> I watch this guy get a peppermint from the lady behind me and then walk over to the person next to me and grab a peppermint too, just because it was free. She's mm -hmm. like, ah, I got I love peppermints. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah. he also looks like Billy Bob Thornton in Sling Blade. Oh, all right, Dan. Mm, yeah, I reckon I'll right. give me one of them peppermints. Mm. <laughs> then we'll go over there. Reckon their peppermints might be a little better. Mm. Yeah. yeah, me and him, my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. yep. That's that's exactly what he looks like. So I was like, oh, there's fucking sling blade. Just, yeah, just, fucking pe I. just peppermints. Yeah. 
That's yeah, so. yeah that thing. Everybody has that guy in the, in the office. It's a it's a different world though, man. When you went when working on the waterfront for thirteen years and then going into the office, it's like what the f- like everybody's wound up tight or everybody's like that. You have that one guy that's like super loud in the office. Like Me. he can you can hear him from across the fucking building. You're like, oh, did you hear that? Yeah, you heard there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Didn't need to know that. Yeah, I gotta. I, heard I, it. I gotta admit that's probably me. <laughs> yeah. And I hope. And I'm you, probably talking shit about everyone. Yeah. Well, I don't know you, how I have a job. But at least you talk loud enough for everybody to hear, so it's not like you're talking behind their back, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You. Absolutely. And it's funny because I, like our uh, the guy that we know, Reggie, which is that's pretty funny. Like you used to work with him. Now I work with him. Reggie. He, Reggie he, is. He's our office loud guy. Yeah, he's Reggie has a loud voice, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's me. That's my fault." Yeah. So if we're t- if we're talking about our boss, we got to make sure that he's not here because Reggie Reggie's gonna make it known that that we're talking about him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully you listen to this, Reggie. Shout out to you, buddy. Yeah, you you better be listening to this shit, dude. We we hated life together as a construction supervisor. We both ended up taking uh, a position at an early age as well, like Walmart. Um, but, uh, unlike Walmire, we both from day one looked at each other and were like, ah, oh, shit, <laughs> we, we yeah. both pulled Tony's and we we're like, we got to get out of this shit, man. Yeah. We don't, we fucked up. We got to get out. Six months later, we were gone. Yeah. He said that you got out first and he was mad. He's like, ah, oh, shit. He was white left me. I got to leave now. I know. I told him, I was like, dude, you, you got to stop talking about it. You got to be proactive, man. Like you, mm-hmm. if you want out jump ship, like go. I don't know how many times I told you, I can't wait to quit my career path. Dude, I'm waiting for you to quit your career path and come back home. Yeah. I don't have anybody to talk about movies with. Like, I have I have cool people that I work with and, like, really, really good friends that I've met there. But, like, I don't get to just walk over to anybody and be like, you know, like. Just pop off a Suck brick, kid. You know? <laughs> if I do that, they're like, oh, fuck. What? Suck what? Like, why, do I, why do you want me to suck a brick, man? I'm yeah. calling HR. Like, ugh. That sucks. Yeah. yeah, I, I can, uh, I can do that with Reggie. That's cool, but uh, that sucks, man. Bring Reggie too. Reggie would like it down here, except it's really hot. But dude, I there are tacos like that. galore. That man is a taco eating motherfucker. Yeah. Taco. Yeah. It, it, Reggie, yeah. come to Florida with Phil. Yeah, eat, eat some tacos. <laughs> eat some, eat some tacos. So one yeah. of the one so, of the things about movies that I've been thinking about recently is like. Um, there are a lot of movies that I absolutely love and that most people universally love, mm-hmm. but there are just some things that irritate you to no end or something that stands out that you can't help but pick apart. Oh, hell yeah. And, and I wanted to get your feedback on it before I give you, uh, one in particular that's on my mind. Do you have uh-huh. any, do you have any that are like that for you? Like you yeah. love this movie, but there's some things about it that just drive you crazy. Bro, you know, my favorite movie, one of, or one of my all time favorites is Forrest Gump. And mm-hmm. growing up watching that movie, you're like, oh, man, you know, Jenny always just was just away from Forrest. And it was just something happened. And they finally found each other in the end. Mm-hmm. Bullshit, dude. You get older, you realize <laughs> Jenny was a Jenny was terrible, dude. Like uh, just a. Gold digging ass, 
<laughs> like, Jenny, you, you're an ass. Like, like Forrest. Come on, man. You mean to tell me you do you a have... way better Forrest than I do? Yeah. Well, thanks by that. And uh, <laughs> but it's just like, how the hell are you gonna have this man's child and wait until you see him running around the world for the third time, and then tell him that, oh, hey. You got you got money now, Forrest. This is your son. And uh, oh, by the way, I I'm sick. I have cancer. I'm gonna die. Now, now. She had she had Bye. fucking AIDS. We don't know what the hell she had, but she had something that it was, was implied bad. that she had AIDS because she rode every single meat sword in town. Yeah. So like growing up, you're like, oh, poor Jenny. She had a tough life, you know. And she just like wanted to find Forrest, and Forrest wanted to find her. No, that's well, not. She didn't it. want to find Forrest. She was. She wanted to stay away from him. I'm saying, from when you were a kid, though, you're thinking like, oh yeah, yeah. you know, Jenny. You're right. Like, I want like everybody's. Oh yeah, I want. I want my Jenny. Like my Jenny. No, I don't want a Jenny. Hell to nope. the no. I don't want nope. Jenny. So yeah, that's my. So, that's my big thing. So, Mount Rushmore of cunts. <clears throat> Jenny. Jenny's on it. A strong word, but uh, I would say it's a good word. It is a really say, good word that is accepted in every country except this one. So accept it, and I would say she is. She's definitely on that list. I would say of my horrible people award, like my my a horrible person, Mount Rushmore. She's on it. She's on it, but not the oh, c God. word, Mount Rushmore. A skunt, yeah. <laughs> all right yes yeah she's on that for sure buddy as far as movies goes yes yeah movies movies we could go i mean yeah i mean we we all know at least four real yeah you know so my my i got two more if you force for force gum go go for it man no not for force for another like two other people that are terrible people oh yeah well let's go for it Freaking Kevin McAllister's parents. They're the worst <laughs> parents in the freaking world. Do they get one spot or do they take up two spots? A spot no, each? No, they, they both get just one spot together. That's it. Like, that's okay. just because they're both have. Right. Yeah, they're dumb. Okay. Yeah, they're awful. They are the, they are the worst parents in the yeah. history of movies. But thank God they are because we got two hilarious movies because of their negligence. Absolutely. Which I, I, I thank them. That was good. Shit. Way to fumble it, White. Yeah, I fumbled my mic, guys. I'm sorry. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> any any anybody else? Or any anything else in Forrest Gump to pick apart? Um I got one about Forrest Gump. Go ahead. Lieutenant Dan is a fuck. Well, yeah. Everybody knows like, that. I should have died there. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I get it. Now you got to walk, you know, ride. You can't walk around anyway. <laughs> he doesn't get to do that. He's anymore. just, he's just going to wheel around. Now yeah, he's going to yeah. wheel around looking like Captain Hook. And, yes. and Jack Sparrow get, together. Yes. And, and I get it. But then like after yelling at a storm one night, he gets his anger out. And then he's just like, uh, you know what? I never thanked you for saving my life. 
you believe Thanks, in God, Boris. and then he just like hurls himself off the side of the boat and does the backstroke into the sunset. And then you don't see him again until he has titanium legs. We don't know what happened to him in that water. Nope. nope. But, I mean, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Maybe, and honestly, maybe the mom, too. Go on. Maybe his mom, because never told him about his dad. So he could have had another parent out there, never would have known. Um, he's on vacation. It just means he's he on left. vacation for the longest time. Um, nope. You know, just, hi, Forrest. What's wrong, Mama? I'm dying. Why are you dying, Mama? Just my time. You know, like, there's no, there's no heads up. No nothing. Just like, <laughs> Mama's sick. What? No, she ain't sick. She's dying. And it's just like, oh, okay. Well, now what? I don't know. Maybe not Forrest's mom, but she was a sweet lady. She did what she had to do. You know what I'm talking about. She did what she had do. to do. I... <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I get it. And those. Dude, freaking... That's one that went over your head as a kid. I'll tell you that much. You had no idea what was going on. And then you get older, you're like, oh, dang. Forrest's mom is a real one. She took mm-hmm. one for the team. She's yep. no, he's on, he's not going to some public other school, special school. Gonna get. You see this line, Ms. Gump? This is normal. And your son is right here. Is there a Mr. Gump? Mrs. Gump? She said he might be on the slow side. And I'm like, what do you mean, Mrs. Gump? Are you trying to tell this man that you agree? Yeah, well, she, she told him something all right that night. She showed that he sure does. She sure does care about your schooling, boy. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, she tried to throw shade on Elvis. Dude, that right? Elvis stole Forrest's move. Never, Dude. never gave him credit. Don't you never love how credit. like and <laughs> we're not gonna get political on this show. We'll make fun of everybody. That that's another thing. I should have warned you. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, this show is explicit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so if you get hurt feelings, like you may, you may have wanted to turn this off already. And if you're still listening and you're offended easily, good for you. That's progress. So progress. we won't get too political. We may make fun of politicians, but it'll be an equal opportunity thing. But how hilarious is, <laughs> is it that Elvis is known? Like it is a known fact that he got his moves and his hip swinging, you know, from his time that he spent with black people. And they talk about how he appropriated a culture. And that was like the biggest controversy surrounding him. And then Forrest Gump comes out and they're like, ah, eh, no, we're going to make him steal his moves from a handicapped white kid. <laughs> I swear to God, I didn't even know that. And so this, I, I, didn't even, I had no idea about that at all. They're like, no, we're not, we're not, we're not giving them credit. It, it was a retarded kid. He was white. Jesus it's fine. Christ, man. Yep. Oh God. And who do you learn uh, how to play ping pong from? Who did Forrest Gump learn how to play ping pong from? Was it a black dude? Yes. No credit. None. He messed up, man. Nope. Nope. He went to China and and just owned literally owned the world in ping pong, and then like none. Yeah. So that I mean that's my movie. That's. I just I can't believe that everybody just doesn't really understand what's going on there. It's like 
Jenny was terrible. And that is a damn near perfect movie, too. I, I would say yeah, top five movies in most people's list. Yeah, and I didn't realize until recently how Tom Hanks got that accent, too. Was actually from Little Baby Forest. That's how he, he sent me that video. That's that was yeah. that was good. Yeah, like he just had a lot of the the ending that any word that ended with a G was very just extended. So like, you know, when he was saying the words, I was like, "Oh my god, man, it's perfect." Do it. <laughs> give us a forest. You're good at your forest, man. We'll do impressions here. Just just give us a forest. Like I was just thinking. You know, <laughs> or I was Greased. running. Yeah, I was running. Yeah, so it's just like, you know, it's 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 a, uh, yeah, it's one of my top favorites. But what, which which uh, one were you going to talk about? I got to go with Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I know, and there are with this. Um, there are a couple things, and I'm, okay. I'm going to first start with that movie is almost perfect. The one thing that doesn't make it perfect is, and I think everybody, when they watch this movie, they fast forward through this part because they're like, fuck this. Like, this is dumb. This doesn't need to be in there. Do you know what part I'm talking about, Phil? I mean, it has to be with uh, with his uncle, right? No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not there yet, but I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Grandpa Joe, but I will get to Grandpa Joe, and his problem is not oh. that he's lazy. I, I, I promise you he's not lazy. He's got a bigger problem that most of us men have experienced in most of our lives. But which part before would I get there, though? cheer up, Charlie. Oh, my God. Yes, I definitely his fast forward through that. Dude looking mom with her yeah. fucking eyebrows is washing yeah. clothes with that big wooden fork. And she's like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. We can't afford chocolate for you, Charlie. And then you don't get to go into... The Chocolate Factory. And, yeah. But I'll sing you a song on your way home. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's awful. And I'll tell you another thing that I hate, but I still love. You know, the very opening scene where everybody's running and they're getting out of school. And I guess in Germany, the thing to do is back then was to just go straight to the creepy Candyman store. And um, he's giving... All of these kids who can afford candy, mind you, he's showering them like absolutely right. like he's yeah. hitting kids in the face with nougat bars. He's yeah. pouring sodas and letting them go behind. He opens the ca- counter and lets them go behind and get whatever the hell they want. Right. Never once asks for money. And then you see poor little Charlie out there and he's just like, <clears throat> Sorry, you, you you stay out there. You yeah. don't get to come in here. And when he finally does get some money that he finds in the street, he comes in. The second Charlie opens that candy bar and starts shoveling chocolate in his mouth like Tony did with Belly Buster fries. <laughs> he's like, ahem, ahem. And he holds out his hand like, where the fuck's my money, you poor piece of shit? Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. dude. Give him a break. Look at him, man. He's got dirt on his nose. Like, that's the universal sign of being poor. Yeah. And so, yeah, that bugs me. But let's get to Grandpa Joe. I, I want to tell you, what what is it that you think is Grandpa Joe's problem? It, and I guarantee you it's what everybody thinks his problem is. He's a lazy piece of shit. Hmm. He's lazy. 
what other reason would you sleep in a other in a same bed as three other people and <laughs> and not get up? You know what I'm saying? Like what other reason would it be like, ah, oh, this is my life sucks. I'm I'm not gonna get up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here with the other grandpa's feet in my face and just just not move. Oh, you mean the one that didn't have eyes? Yeah. Yes. Oh, here's your grand. Here's your glasses, Grandpa. It's like, yeah. Well, okay. We gotta we gotta change this guy's socks too while we're at it. But yeah, so like, what yeah. do you think it is? Other than him being lazy, I gotta hear this. What What do you think? All right. That man's balls are so fucking heavy because he hasn't got his rocks off in so long because he is sleeping in a bed with. Two other people that aren't his wife, he can't. He cannot get up and do it. Like he cannot get up and walk. And I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna prove that to you. We are so jaded to believe that it's because he's just like, um, oh, you know, my legs don't work. I don't, oh, I come can't on, work. man. Nope. All right. We watch the movie and we get to hear the song. <laughs> but if you just listen to the song. You will see it from a different point of view. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna play this. <laughs> and when you All hear right. this, I promise you, you're gonna see what I'm talking about. This man just really, really needs to blow his load, and he does. And then he gets to go to the chocolate factory, and I hope he goes to work too and makes Charlie, you know, be a kid. So here we go. Look at me. How can I I haven't done this in 20 years. Oh. Grandpa! Oh. I never thought <sighs> life could be anything but catastrophe. But suddenly I begin to see a bit of good luck for me. Cause I've got a golden ticket. He's got this fetish with chocolate. I've got a golden twinkle. He gets this golden ticket and he busts like a motherfucker. There's no way. A chance to shine, never a happy song to sing, but suddenly half the world is mine. What an amazing thing! Cause I've got a golden ticket. It's ours, Charlie. I've got a golden sun up in the sky. Here we go. I never thought I'd see the day when I would face the world and say good morning. Look at the sun. I never thought that I would be slapping the lap of luxury. Because I have said. Here it is. Listen. But it can be done. Oh, the cave, Charlie. Ah. <laughs> Here I go. At my speed. I never dreamed that. I Come on, man. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. That shit, man. There's no way. Blue balls. Man had blue balls for 20 years. He got that golden ticket. And he, 
I don't know. He made everybody in that bed look like a Krispy Kreme donut. He got so oh, excited. What? All right, that is one theory. Okay, I can, I can, I can see where you're coming from with this. I can, I can. I've even heard, like, someone had. Uh, I saw this one video where the guy zoomed in on his pinky nail, and it was really long. Like he was just, you know, he had a drug problem, and that's why he. You know, he had no money, couldn't get any drugs. So that's why he just stayed in bed and was like just surviving. Just existing. Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe was either a lazy ass, <laughs> I guess that or he was a drug addict and couldn't afford anything. And now he's got a golden ticket that's gonna get him all the money he needs to buy all the drugs he wants. Either way, the guy sucks. Oh, he's a massive piece of shit. A so you mean to tell me that it only took you a golden ticket to get out of bed for 20, 20 years? He said 20 years, right? 20 years. He hasn't He hasn't come in 20 years is yeah, what he yeah. says. Direct quote. All right. All right. I haven't okay. steamed in 20 years. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I I can support you on that. I will. I'll, I'll give, I'll, I don't understand why he couldn't have just rolled over and been like, hey, other grandma, close your eyes for a minute. Your husband doesn't have them anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Or get your ass up out of bed and I, not do saying. it in front of the entire family. Yeah. It's just. Phil, he couldn't. He, they were so heavy. If he got out of bed, he would have fallen. Uh, he saw it. He fell backwards when he stood up. Yeah. So he could, but he wouldn't. Yeah. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Sure. I don't know. Look, all I'm saying is, if I, if you had the opportunity to go watch a bunch of shit ass kids get murdered by Gene Wilder, wouldn't that get your ass out of bed too? Yeah, probably would. Who do you think was the one that most deserved it to? Like, which, like, who, I know everybody was, what's her name? Uh, Bian- was it Bianca? The yeah, everybody, says, everybody says Veruca. Veruca, yeah, okay. It's not um, Veruca. It's that, it's that cunt with the bubble gum. See, to me, I kind of like when, uh, what, little Timmy got it, the kid with, with that love TV. Mike TV. Yeah, I liked when he got got. That was that was always fun for me. Yeah, he was because he was a pain in the ass. Yeah, because little man just got like put into the purse afterwards. You know, it was like like, and then the mom said, "Be quiet." I thought that was it, awesome. It was. It, it really was because he was all like, "Can't can't you shut up? I'm busy." When they yeah. come to interview him, and all he's doing yeah. is watching TV, and his yeah. dad tells him he can have a gun. Not to your twelve, son. Like right. What? I'm just like, dude. Yeah. So when he got got, that was that was fun. Yeah, that was that was cool. Other other than that though, that that movie, I love it. I love seeing pieces of shit <laughs> get what they deserve, like what they yeah. deserve. And even if they're kids, like that fat fucking asshole deserved to drown in chocolate, like that. And honestly, Probably... if you gun to his head, if you were like, hey, Augustus, sloppy fuck. How do you want to die? You're like, I want to drown in chocolate. And what didn't he? 
didn't his dad eat the microphone? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. It was like all they were doing was just eating. I mean, that if if you loved it that much, that'd be the way to go out. Just in a chocolate fountain. Just yep. yeah, sure. Why not? I'm sure that's how he wanted to go. That's exactly how he wanted to go. Yeah. I, I have no doubts. Zero doubts. So but how good, man, I tell you what, though, when they were doing all that, like eating all the chocolate and all the candy and stuff, when what's the what's Willy Wonka's name, the actor? Gene Wilder. When he got that little flower teacup and was drinking oh, from dude, it. Dude, that crispy tell, little whatever yeah. the hell it was. Tell me you didn't, didn't want to go get like a glass of water or a glass of anything <laughs> to drink when you saw that movie. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just, and then like, he's so thirsty. Yeah. Like everybody yeah, and I always down. wanted to eat that. I wanted to be like, what did that what did that taste like? I want that. Yeah. Like what what is that? What's he drinking? But yeah, yeah that, I, that part always made me like extremely thirsty. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah, it I don't know. That movie's timeless to me. I think it's timeless for most people. If you don't like that movie, go fuck yourself. I want to go on I mean, record I, saying that. It's yeah, so. it's um yeah, it's a really it's a classic. Yeah. Also, if you're listening to this and you're like, I like that movie, but I also really like the Johnny Depp one, also go fuck yourself because that is not a good I've movie. I've never seen it. And I don't think I don't, ever will just because don't. there are certain movies you just don't try to recreate, and I think that's one of them. You, you don't Bingo. recreate that. And if you just were going to recreate it, there's one person. There's one person who else could play Willy Wonka in this lifetime. I, I, I'm serious. Gene Wilder. Wilder is it to me. No, no. Michael <laughs> Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. I, I, uh, Quirky. Keaton, I can just. Asshole. Sarcastic. He, yeah. He's just. I've, I've just seen him in too many like other movies to to see that in my head, I guess. Like I, I always know. see. We, I always see a uh, multiplicity and just <laughs> all the different roles he was playing. And like, I just, that's, that's what I see. I know you probably see Batman, but I see that, you know, Beetle Beetlejuice. Look, man. Is that what you see? It's on my shirt right now. Uh, mm. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I made Batman Beetlejuice. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a dolphin. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna pet one, buddy. Mm. Oh yeah, we're gonna oh, pet a dolphin. Pet dolphin. He's like, I got a black pizza. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna drive a car. Yeah, awesome. it was hilarious, man. All right, so oh. that's, a good, that's that's a good one. I like it. Okay. So Willy Wonka, Grandpa Joe had some. He was backed up pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. He need he needed a plumber, and Willy. I, get, I can <laughs> Willie get on board with guy. that. Yeah, I can get on board with that. I mean, that yeah. could be one of the reasons. It it could be. You can't you can't close the doors on it. It could be a a reason. That's fair. That's fair. It's, I, I will entertain other reasons. That's just my theory, and I'm uh, I'm not gonna die on that hill, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on it. For a little while mm. until someone pushes me off, proves me wrong. Yeah. Would he go on your Mount Rushmore? Uh, of cunts? Yeah. Just like two nah. other people. No. No. What? I mean, he's in the running, but I mean, he's not. Look, dude. So who's in, who's on your Mount Rushmore? Of movies? Yeah. I mean, Jenny's on there. She's she's definitely on there. Um, I can't put the McAllister parents on there because had they not, 
done what they did, um, we wouldn't have got to see Harry and Marv get tortured. This is true. Twice. <laughs> um, hmm, man, this 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 is something. Maybe maybe that's something we should discuss next time. We should sit here and think about during the week who's on our Mount Rushmore of horrible people um, from movies. movies. And then we can do our Mount Rushmore of, of real people. We don't have to say names. I'll say names. I don't care. But I'm mm-hmm. not going to, you know, make you do it. And we yeah. can tell, tell why. I mean, that, that there's some humor in that. There could be. I like it. Yeah. But, man, this is a, this is going to be fun, I think. I think if you are still with us, we appreciate it. And I think that, uh, I think this is going to be a fun ride, Phil. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you got any comments, go ahead and lay them out there for us to see. And if you like what we're doing, support it. Go ahead and share it. Tell your friends. Tell your peoples. Whatever. Please. And uh, be sure to to continue joining us on this adventure to our break room. Absolutely. Um, We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Um, we are on Instagram at the break room nine, two, four or the break room podcast, nine, two, four. I don't know. You figure it out. It's not yeah. that important. Um, ain't no, ain't no guess what's going to be. <laughs> yeah. We're going to quote movies a lot. Um, let's see here. Uh, we are on Facebook at the break room podcast. Um, and also, Twitter, I believe we are the Break Room Podcast 924 as well. And if you want to email us and you might have questions for us or want some really, really ill advised advice or uh, just want to drop a line on what maybe you want to hear us talk about or maybe a weird yeah. situation you went through that you want our take on, you can email us at the Break Room Podcast at yahoo.com. So. Yeah, and if you got your movie that you think has that evil twist to it, or everybody just doesn't recognize this yeah. part of the movie, lay it out there for us, and we'll take a look. Yeah, at we'd it love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I got you. Um, yeah, I also, got you if thoughts. you're if you're into, uh, I want to I want to do a couple, uh, at least one plug here, real quick. If you. Uh, if you enjoy sports, you know, we'll touch on sports, but that's not really what our thing is. We'll probably talk about some funny shit. But if you like sports and you're not into the mainstream ESPN thing and you're more into the casual conversation, uh, why don't you go check out Beards, Bottles, and Balls, where uh, two of two of my good friends, they have beards. Um, they are always sipping on something good to drink, and they talk a little bit about that. And then uh, they also have balls, but they don't talk about those. They talk about the sports kind. Um, so it's That's a really good. pleasant conversation. So good podcast. Brendan, Lance, y'all do a good job. Keep up the good work. And we appreciate your shout out last week. Bill, you got anything else for these guys? Mm, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm great. Right. I'll pass. All right. Well. Thank you, and we look forward to speaking with you next week in the break room. Have a good week. Later. Cool.